Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And I mean that sincerely. Yeah, I've been reading the comments when I said I'm not going to tolerate violent comments on our site. Uh, I'm not. And I'll tell you, could there ever be a time when America has to stand up for itself? Yes, there is. History is filled with examples like that. But you never tell people what you're going to do. You know, if someone were to approach me in in an aggressive manner, my training, when I was in martial arts for 18 years, I taught self-defense classes as well. A lot of it to women in church groups and stuff like that. You know, you know, honestly, if someone gets aggressive, wants to get in my face, I'm backing away from strike range. I'm saying we need to go our own way. And if that person takes a step closer to me in an aggressive manner, then I'm going for one of three areas, probably all three as simultaneously as I can. And, and that is how you have to defend yourself against what's going to be an aggressive attack. You never say, if you don't shut up, I'm going to punch you. You're just invited to get your head knocked off. So you don't come on here and say, I'm going to be violent. No, no, stupid, stupid. We have other things we need to be doing right now. And we need to keep our eye on the ball and focus on what we know historically works. Violence is the last option when you're given no other choice. And we're not even close to that. So that's why I did what I did. Some people didn't like it. That's tough. I know a lot of those people are plants sent by the trolls designed to disrupt me and discredit me. And I'm not going to allow them to do it. So thank you for understanding. Uh, I want you to do two things here. Please subscribe if you haven't done so. Increase our reach. And then share. Share the videos. Share the work of everybody you see that's saying, hey, people need to see this. And you send it out. I get stuff sent to me all the time by people in my audience. I love it. Thank you. It's allowed me to make some good contacts. Appreciate it. So, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) here we go. We are brought to you by, I love this. Night vision. I, this is so cool. I absolutely love this device. Night vision binoculars, 4D, rec- 4, excuse me, 4K recording capability, 4K recording capability, still photo capability, right? Um, great, great discount. You'll see when you go, incredible discount. Already low price. Not It's not expensive like most um, night vision is. This also, too, is useful, like if you're hunting, uh, if you're recreating, if you're doing a job at night where you got to videotape stuff in the dark and make it visible to whatever your production needs are. But also, I love this for self-defense. If you see the enemy before they see you, then you're going to be in a lot better shape. So this is really, really good to have. Nightvisionpro.com is where you go. 
The link is in the description box. Go to the description box, read what's there, and then click on the link. Nightwatchpro.com. Nightwatch Pro. I think I said night vision. It's nightwatchpro.com. Night vision's its chief capability and its recording aspects. All right. Uh, let me say this very clearly. You know, I'm for the equal treatment of everybody. This channel stands for that. We have taken sides from all different angles and so forth, whether someone's Native American or white or black or Hispanic, it doesn't matter. Uh, we stood up for the Asian kids when they were being denied entrance into the six major schools just because of the fact they were Asian. So we stand for what I believe is the correct thing to do. Jesus loves the little children, yellow, black, and white. You remember that song from Sunday school? And that's what we stand for here. Now, here's the problem, though. I don't support reparations. I support equal opportunity. And if school districts are underserved for certain ethnic groups, then we need to put tutors in there, and we need to do proactive action. Handing people something doesn't work. Helping people achieve is what works. And I want people to have equal access to success. Totally. Now, I'm also um, not into these discussions about, well, you colonized this country years ago. I wasn't even alive. Don't tell me I'm responsible. And no, I'm not benefiting. My first job as a teacher and a head coach at three sports at the same school in the same year, you know what my salary was? $10,600. And I had no medical insurance. So don't tell me, okay, that I'm somehow a child of privilege. I'm a child of nothing. Okay, I earned what I've got, the same as you guys have earned what you have. And I want to provide equal opportunity for that. Now, having said that, I am going to enter into my rare conversation about colonization. Maui was illegitimately colonized along with the rest of the Hawaiian Islands, subjugated by the British, Captain Cook, and then America. Um, you can argue statehood's been good for Hawaii, and you can argue it robbed them of their deep, rich culture that was there for hundreds of years. And uh, I think the la- latter argument's valid. I love the fact that Hawaii is a state because it's a great defense against China. It also was a good defense against Japan in World War II. Forward base of operations made island hopping a lot better. Um, I like that aspect of it. I'm not so sure a lot of the Hawaiian Islanders do when they look back historically, and I can't blame them. But I will tell you this. I stand with the Hawaiian Islanders who say they've been colonized. Okay, true. Now, it's kind of like if that was history, move on, get over it, let's make it better. But they've been colonized, and they're still being colonized. Maui is being subjugated and colonized. Lahaina is being carved up like a Thanksgiving turkey, and it's colonization. And the colonization started before the fire. We don't have to have have a discussion about the fire and all the illegal things Hawaiian officials are doing to those people in Lahaina. We don't have to even talk about that to make this point. Colonization began way before the fire. Way before And uh, I want to play for you some clips. Um, I like Amy Goodman as a person. I think she has a 
good heart. Now, liberal is the day is long, and she and I part company in a lot of issues. But see, I can disagree with someone and not hate them. Unfortunately, the left doesn't seem to have that capability. Okay? You disagree with them, they want to wreck your life, maybe even do away with you. I don't feel that way. And when Amy Goodman does really good work, and it applies to something that we're all collectively concerned about as a community here at the Common Sense Show, I'm going to expose you to it. Okay, and when Robert F. Kennedy says something I agree with, I'll expose it to you. I just don't agree with him on gun control. Yeah, I think he's way off base. Typical Democrat wants your guns. And he's stair-stepping his way into it. Now, let me just say this. There's a professor at the University of Hawaii. Some people will say, oh, she's just a radical kook, leftist nonsense BS. Not a time to turn back the hands of time. Sorry. I totally I'm in agreement with her. Totally. And I think you will be too. And you need to see this because I'm hopeful we'll push the right button and you'll look and see, my gosh, we've got to help these people. Part of America is under attack from real buttholes and we've got to turn this around. And that's what this is about. And that's the purpose. Let me see if I can locate this easily. Um, I think. Oh, let's do here we go. Oh, I hit the wrong button. My apologies. Uh, here we go. You should be able to see this now. And I'm going to go to full screen on this. And this is clips we're going to play from um, Amy Goodman's show, Democracy Now. And like I said, she's had shows on there I've watched. It just, oh, it was like fingernails on the chalkboard. Couldn't stand the content. Doesn't mean I don't respect her as a person. I really think if you had her as a neighbor, you'd say she was a pretty good person even though some of her views will, okay. Anyway, why there was no water to fight the fire in Maui. And she's going to bring on people that say colonization, colonization, colonization. Big corporations, golf courses, and hotels have been taking water from the locals for a year. Now the fire may result in even more devastating water theft. Okay. They're making the point here, and I don't agree. And by the way, this, and I'm sorry, ma'am, if I mispronounce your name, Kapua Ala Sprout. Um, she is a professor at the University of Hawaii, and she's involved in all these um, local movements to promote sovereignty of the Hawaiian people. Now, she's not saying separation from the United States or a second state movement within our state. She's not saying that. She's basically saying that her people are still being colonized, and she is totally correct. Totally correct. The golf courses, I don't necessarily, I, I, I think that's this much of the problem. The big corporations and developers, that's a huge problem. Alexander Baldwin, black, backed by BlackRock. Vanguard, now we're in the neighborhood where she and I have common ground. Okay, here we go. It's a name that speaks to contemporary forms of neocolonialism and climate profiteering, like the real estate agents who've been cold calling behind the residents who've lost everything to the fire and prodding them to sell their ancestral lands rather than wait for compensation. But it also places these moves inside the long and ongoing history of settler colonial resource theft. Bingo. This is Amy Goodman reading the quote for that professor from the University of Hawaii. This is true. This is true. Long and ongoing history of settler colonial resource theft. Now, if we go back to the 1800s and say, yeah, this happened and it really sucked and I hope we learn from it and let's make sure we're doing better. 
That's one thing, but you can't turn back the hands of time. But when the hands of time catch up to your present time, then it's time to step in and do something. And this is an accurate statement. Look at, they, they talked about, uh, they said that the developers, real estate, unscrupulous people are coming in and trying to take advantage of the people in Lahaina right now in their time of crisis. Oh, but wait a minute. The governor said that wasn't happening. The governor's a liar. This woman's telling you the truth. And we have shown the proof on this channel time and time and time again. And now they're putting up the big tarp tents on the fences, so you can't even see what's going on. Yeah, we're little colonial thieves here, but we're not, we're not going to let you see what we're up to. Okay. Trickery, making clear that while disaster capitalism might have some modern disguises, it's a very old tactic. She's correct. Native Hawaiians have a great deal of experience resisting. Yep. Those were the words of Naomi Klein and Kapoor Sprout in The Guardian. Well, on Thursday night, I spoke to Professor Sprout from her home on the island of Kauai. She's a professor of law at Kapuliao Native Hawaiian Law Center. She also co-directs the Native Hawaiian Rights Clinic at the University of Hawaii at Manoa School of Law. I asked her to describe what's happening on Maui. Well, Amy, for this opportunity to be here. To be quite honest, things are pretty brutal right now in Maui Kumohana, or in West Maui. People are still trying desperately to find ways forward in this disaster of untold proportions. And I'm not on Maui. I'm actually um, on the Hawaii, so a couple islands over. Um, and I haven't been there since the fire, but that's also absolutely appropriate because people who don't need to be there should stay away but send support from afar, regardless of what that looks like, whether that means making and sending coin or writing opinion pieces or sending money, um, whatever is the best way people can support from where they are. I think is really important. Um, but the word from our network of folks on the ground is that people are really struggling. I mean, our community has rallied in amazing ways, and I think that that's part of the message that we want to get out. You know, that Lahaina is strong and Maui is strong, that those are more than sayings. Our people are incredibly resilient. Yes. People aren't waiting on FEMA or even on- They waited on FEMA, they'd have all starved to death. She's right. Now, does she sound like a crazy radical? I'm sure she's to the left of center politically okay and you can see the organizations that she champions um and i think she's right in doing so she's right for her she's right for the people that she lives with but her demeanor is she just going after people with vehemence and anger and violence no no this is an antifa speaking here this is a professor of law that's giving you an heartfelt because this is hard stuff a heartfelt account but she's doing it in a way that we can all respect. From the state or county, relief organizations are springing up in people's homes and their garages, and supplies are coming in by boat, by train, by vehicle when the roads are open. Um, but there are also a lot of uncertainties, and people are concerned because what's galling for me is I see in the midst of you know all of this attention and focus and resources being streamed towards now that really the naked power grab and Okay, I want you to hear this. This is from someone who's there, professor of law, has her finger on the pulse, land and water grab. That's colonialism, and it's being sponsored by the governor and the corporations we've already identified on this show already about um, folks getting offers on their homes, and I know from friends that that's happening um, 
you know, as I mentioned, there's also a lot of grab in the works. And, and the discussion around this really makes me fear for the future of Mahayana and whether or not she will be one that includes Native Hawaiians and other I want to echo it. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time what she's saying then i'll let it play here but what professor sprode is saying here is something i talked to my wife about last night we discussed it um i said you know unfortunately we probably have lost the opportunity to ever go to west Maui again Kanapali, lahaina at places we just love why we just love maui it's so peaceful. It's like taking a calm pill without the side effects. And I said, you know, we've probably had our last trip there. We're not part of that elite cabal that wants to take things over. And I'm saying it more bluntly than she is. She's being more professional than I am because I'm saying elite cabal that's taken it over and will deny these wonderful vacation opportunities to people like me because I'm not part of the, you know, you get the idea. My name's not Oprah. Or Jeff Bezos. Local people, or whether, or whether the build back will focus on outsiders. Build back. Let's talk about each issue. First, the land grab. What exactly does that mean? 
So to be clear again, I am not on the ground on Maui, but what I understand from people who are there is that there are realtors and there are others who are making offers to people Here. in their most desperate time of need when people are, you know, desperate. But like, Governor Josh Gangreen said this wasn't going to happen. It's not happening. Okay. Another resources to try to build back their lives. People are getting offers on their ancestral homes, um, lands. Jen, how about you? When we talk about ancestral lands and our connection to yes. um, we talk in generations and in hundreds of yes. years. And so our Native Hawaiian Rights Clinic has been on the ground in Mohana working with community members for several years now. And many of our community members have long-standing relationships to place. And it's some of these community members who are getting offers on their homes at this most difficult time, which in my opinion, of course, is, is completely inappropriate. It is. Talk about plantation um, disaster capitalism. Explain. Great phrase. Plantation disaster capitalism, I think, is unfortunately the perfect term for what's going on in Malikomohana or in West Maui right now. Um, the plantations, a large landed interest that have had control over not just the land, but really much of Hawaii's and Malikomohana's resources for the last several centuries, are using this opportunity, of, are using this time of tremendous trauma for the people of Maui to swoop in and to get past the law, basically. They're using the emergency proclamation that the governor put into place the day after the fires took, you know, ravaged Lahaina. And they're using this as an opportunity to try to get their way, especially with respect to water resources, um, something they could not achieve when the law and Hawaii's water code in particular were in place. So in other words, the existing laws protected the water rights to a large extent of these people in Lahaina, the average people, people like you and me. And now this governor has changed it all. He's capitalizing, interesting choice of word. He's capitalizing on this disaster to screw the people of Lahaina, to take away their land rights, their water rights. They can't even access their properties now. Oh, but the developers are allowed to contact them. Who's giving them the names and numbers? They're allowed to actually come into the burn zone. You and I can't. We can't take photos. They put up the, the fences. This is such BS. And she's calling out the governor very professionally, much more so than I am, because he's a bad person. Only bad people do this to victims of this horrible tragedy. You can't be a good person and do this. In good conscience, your heart should be aching for what happened. And you're thinking, I'm going to make everything possible to make their lives whole again. But that's not what you're hearing. Mm, We got an opportunity. Let's get them off their land. Let's steal their water. The water grass. So in Hawaii, water is life. It's one of our most important resources. In fact, there are many people who would say fresh water is our most important resource. And... It's what enabled our people to be able to not just survive, but really thrive in Hawaii for more than a millennia. And in Lahaina in particular, this area, sure, it's special for people who come on vacation and people who know French Street, but for the people of this community, Lahaina was really the seat of the Hawaiian kingdom. It was the capital mm-hmm. before the island of before Oahu. And part of the reason that that was so, and Lahaina was such an important place, was because of the abundance of resources and the abundance of water resources in particular. 
Before the arrival of Europeans in Hawaii, Lahaina was actually known as the Venice of the Pacific, which for folks who have been there recently might seem extraordinary. Right now, Lahaina has been desiccated and is almost like a dry desert area. But when it was managed by Kanakamaoli by Native Hawaiians, it was abundant with water and other resources. So what happened was that with the arrival of plantation interests, those water resources, and especially after the capital was moved to Oklahoma, those resources were grabbed up by landed plantation interests. So for sugar plantations and pineapple plantations, and later those resources were diverted to support um, other kinds of development, including luxury residential development, and even to support hotels in some instances. And so what happened is that the Vaivai, as we call it, the wealth of Lahaina was actually taken by these corporations. And so what we also know, at least the people from Hawaii, is that part of the reason for this extraordinary tragedy um, in Maui Pumahana or in West Maui. It's also because it's, there has been more than a century of plantation water mismanagement in this area. It's because of extractive water policies where water hasn't remained on the land, invasive grasses have come up. That's what created the tinder box and this unfortunate situation of the tragic case. Yeah. And this gave external control of the water that could have been used to fight the fire that was never turned on. This external control benefits these developers because Lahaina burned down and they weren't given a chance to fight the fire. I don't have anything more to say beyond that. It's quite obvious what the agenda is. And um, my heartfelt appreciation for the courage of this professor to speak out. And God bless Amy Goodman. Seriously, everyone says that leftist media just blindly worships the Biden administration and all the evil they stand for. That's not entirely true. You can be left to center, but still have a moral compass and say and do the right thing. But I just, uh, you know, I just I really am grateful to be able to bring you this show. And um, my calls again, I've put out many of the past videos of where to go to support the people of Hawaii. And uh, issues are springing up around, too. There's a, a band in Phoenix, and the name just jumped out of my head, and I apologize, but it's a reggae band, and tomorrow night they're doing a, confer- a concert, um, and all the money is going to individual families in Maui. And they some of these people in the band had Maui connections, and they're going to pay directly to the families. Um, so there are people that care that are stepping up. But ladies and gentlemen, We need to help these people organize legally and politically. And I'm waiting for someone to take the lead on Maui so we can get behind and support financially and in terms, excuse me, in terms of getting information out. So you're looking at it here. Maui has been recolonized for the benefit of the elite. So they can have their little playground, have their own zoning, and that carpetbagger governor, Josh Green, who's not even from Hawaii, he's from the mainland, and very weirdly defeated a native Hawaiian islander in the governor's election. And people are still talking about that. And he's come in with his brand new people. He all put around him from the police chief to the emergency management clown that wouldn't sound the sirens to the clown who wouldn't release the water. Okay. Do you see a pattern here? Do you see the pattern? 
So, so a couple of people have criticized me, and it's okay. I don't mind the criticism, but they wrongly criticize this view that that um, oh, maybe I was carrying my criticism a little too far. Natural disasters happen. Okay, well, you heard from the professor the same things that I and people like myself have been telling you since the inception of this crisis. Stand ready to help. Spread the word. Spread this video. We need to mobilize the people for proactive action when the time is appropriate. And then we can apply the same kind of force and influence to other issues. But we need, before there can ever be any kind of revolution, economic, political, whatever it is, you have to develop a collective consciousness. This is an issue where we have the ability to collectively and mentally and spiritually and emotionally get on the same side with each other and say, we're not taking this and we're going to help these people. And then this spreads like wildfire. This is the movement that could turn around America. Let's not miss the opportunity. Please share this video. Also, I want to call your attention to what we're doing on the commonsenseshow.tv in-depth documentaries. I bring typically, I don't do many monologues there, even though people request them. I typically will bring in an expert guest on an area of critical importance and we deep dive. There's no censorship. There's no commercials. No one has to worry about saying the wrong thing or they'll get censored. Um, and, and our shows are very civilized. Uh, don't get me wrong. We're not crazy and going off the rails here. But, you know, today's age, you got to measure every word. And God forbid you misuse some term. And and we've seen the, the effects of that. We don't do that on that show. We're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. We're getting a lot of attention on this show. And uh, we hope that you'll support it by becoming a member. We have a special rate in effect. It's very low. And it's in effect until September 1st couple more days to get in the common sense show.tv we'll see you over there we at the common sense show have a great tv show we bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in because what once was coming is no longer coming it's already here and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future you can find us at the common sense show.tv commercial free censorship free and we're getting five star ratings on the world's major platforms again check us out today at the common sense show.tv Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.